What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Aris. I'm your other host, Elijah Venencia. Welcome back to our Steph Curry episode, episode number 30 here. Um, you know, this is kind of this is gonna be my Michael Jordan episode, though, because I am feeling a little sick. You know, I got I think I got a little strep throat going on, something like that. Ooh. So yeah, took some antibiotics yesterday. So hopefully I'm I'm good by next episode. I hope so. That was like, that's what should have happened when I got my wisdom teeth out. We should have had a little flu game from me, but I did not want to do all that. I was not trying to do all that. So here we are. I'm, yeah. I respect it out of you though. I respect that you're doing the flu game for the sake of the podcast. Episode number 30, the show goes on. Yes, of course. We got, we got to get it out for you guys. So that's what we're going to do. Yes, sir. I guess before we get into the topic, I'll just tell a quick little story about something that just happened to me. I was just chilling. My parents were like, oh, you want to go on a golf cart ride? We haven't really talked about, you know, Hoopston too much. And so for the followers or listeners that don't know about Hoopston, you can just drive golf carts on the streets, you know? I don't think there's that many places, like, or besides around here that that's a thing. Maybe like, you know, in Florida, retirement communities. But in Hoopston, you can just drive a golf cart on the streets. My parents said, you want to go on a little golf cart ride? I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I thought it was pretty nice out, whatever. Anyway, it started to rain later in the ride, but that's not even the point of the story the point of the story is we had like just started and there was two kids riding bikes and there was another old man like riding near them and i was like oh they're riding together oh cool you know whatever that's that's nice and then uh one of the kids like said something i was like oh what he said and the older guy goes i'm gonna beat that fat kid's ass i was like what (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah so they were going crazy and then eventually the cops came. We just did a little lap to like see what was happening. Like we like went like two blocks further and we're like, well, are they serious? Or like, I don't know. We couldn't tell. So we're like, all right, let's turn around and like see what happens. Cause the guy was like trailing this one kid hard. Like he was just following like around a little circle. Like he was not getting away from him. Um, so like, okay, let's stay close just in case this guy like hits a child. Like the kids were no older than like 12. Like I would guess they were like probably fifth grade age. And the guy was old and i think if you're from hopeson you could maybe guess who it was he's oh yeah he's actually that, that just came up that just came to mind there <laughs> not gonna say names of course uh but yeah it was pretty wild and then eventually the cops came so we left we're like whatever and then we saw the older guy like 10 minutes later so i don't think anything happened thank god crazy story there but yeah that, that is a hopeson legend i wasn't even thinking of like people that it would have been so it is a hopes and legend and i'll leave it at that but i think with that being said i think it's time to get into today's episode we're running it back it's been a long time i look back to see what episode number was that we did this it was episode number seven we did guessing pitchfork ratings for some of our favorite albums so we each picked 10 albums and we're going to guess what pitchfork scored them we each picked 10 for each other i should say um so yeah you i want to start I, here yeah i am gonna start off by saying i only went with like one crazy low one okay so i mean last time i think i only had one crazy low one but it was out of five so i think i only have one crazy low one too depending what you consider crazy. yeah that, that's what i'm i'm gonna we'll see we'll get into it later um okay starting off though we have the first album i chose was saunders son by brent Fias. Ooh, Saunders' son. Okay. I think, you know, it obviously wasn't as big 
as Wasteland. He he wasn't as big of an artist. I'm not saying the project wasn't as good. Hmm. Are they going to say that, you know, Wasteland, he kind of sold out pop-wise? I would highly disagree with that statement. Mm. I, so I, I'm going to say I did pick Wasteland for one of the ones that I was going to give you. Um, so I know what they scored that. So I'm going to guess that they put it a little bit lower, which, you know, is a hint for when we get to Wasteland for you. Uh, I'm going to say that they put – actually, no, I'm going to say they went higher. I'm going to say they gave it a 6.4. 6.1. Pretty good there. Pretty close. So okay, yeah. yeah. I mean that they're all about like. I feel like they rate like whenever they're not as big, they go like crazy for it and everything, and then they just want to be different once they get a little bit bigger. And that's exactly what my thought process was. I was like, okay, they're probably gonna say, oh, he's sold out. He's trying to do commercial with the new one. Oh, he gets the big name features, you know, whatever. Versus, oh, he was independent. Well, he still is independent, but oh, he yeah. was you know independent. He's doing his own thing, trying to be artistic. And then he sells out, but yeah, it's okay. It's that I would go a little bit higher personally than that. It's a good project, but all right. So let's just go with the other one. What do you think they gave Wasteland by Brent Fiaz? Oh, I'm, I'm going to go 5.9. It's 5.9. Exactly. Oh, damn. So I don't know. I don't know if you saw if you're finessing. <laughs> no, but... I, I did not see that one. Honestly. Um, I mean, you said a little bit higher, so I was like, I'll go like 0.5. That was a differential I went with. So first ever correct guess there, but with a little, with a little help, of course. So, yeah, that was a little hint, but yeah, also a little low. I mean, Brent is my guy. So obviously I'd go, you know, significantly higher. That's my favorite albums of the year. Uh, so for only to be a 5.9, it's tough. Yeah. That, that is a low rating. Uh, I don't like that one. Let's get past it though. Let's move on to the next one. What do you got for me? I have testing by ASAP Rocky. Ooh, I feel like Polarizing this is one of the projects. Yeah, I feel like this is one of the ones like it's not very well critically received. You know, they're always trashing on it and everything. So I don't know. I almost kind of disagree. <laughs> like, I feel like initially they would think, oh, this is experimental. This isn't really like anything Rocky's done, really like, you know, a lot of stuff out in the mainstream, especially. So I think they might go a little bit higher on it. Like, I feel like it's going to be in the sixes. I'm going to say like a 6.7. You are absolutely correct there. That's our Ooh. second one. Um, we're too good now, huh? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're locked in on this one. Um, uh, I feel like on Twitter, I just pe- see people shitting on testing for some reason. I don't think it's like a bad project. Like you said, it's a little bit more experimental and everything. But yeah, I'd, I'd probably go 6.7, 7-ish. I, I wouldn't put anything higher than that, but it's not a bad project by any means. No, I, I think it's a decent score. Like I didn't think they were going to go sevens. That's why I went with that number. Um yeah, I think if I had to compare it to another album, not by ASAP Rocky, I would say like it's a it's ASAP Rocky's Yeezus. Like initially, it was kind of like, oh, this is weird, but then you know it turns out to be some people's favorite project by the artist. Like Yeezus is loved by so many people, and I think Testing is loved by so many ASAP Rocky fans as well. Definitely, that's I hope I hope he does a lot off that project when he is in New York. I mean, it is one of his late or it's his latest project, so. Facts. I think he's gonna have to unless he drops some new stuff. But I mean, obviously, he had the tracks on the Nego project. And then one of my favorite tracks of the year on that Swedish House Mafia project, Aesop Rocky went crazy. So, you know, he's always going to have the hits. But let's stick with the New York theme here. I got Joey Badass 2000. What do you think the score for that was? Ooh, I feel like they went, they ate this one up. Um, let me go 8.6. Ooh, flip that around. It's a 6.8. Ooh, that, that's a little bit surprising. Um, 
personally i would rate it probably in the eights um damn that's a little low mm-hmm. i would agree i think it's in the eights that'd be my guess so 6.8 is a little bit low and i mean it's one of the best albums of the year so far so for it to only be a 6.8 it's tough yeah that's that one's a no for him if you're watching on youtube i just gave him the thumbs down uh, for my third one here, I've Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler the Creator. Ooh, they had to love this. This is the eights. I'm gonna say it's an eight point three. Eight point four. You're very close. Oh there. man, okay, that's close though. We we are locked in. So, I mean, besides that Joey badass one, but uh, we do, we're doing a lot better than we did last time. I feel like yeah, last time we were bad, but I think we're starting to figure it out a little bit. That okay, that was a good guess for Tyler. I, I mean, that's you know, one of the most critically received artists out right now. Yeah, that, that was kind of my thought with Joey Badass is, you know, they're, they're not going to show any hate towards him, especially like on a follow-up to 1999. But mm-hmm. Especially with, you know, songs like Survivor's Guilt and stuff like that, that, you know, pay homage to Capital Steez and, you know, another artist that's, you know, pretty well received in when he was putting out music. So, yeah, that was surprising for sure. The next one I have for you, though, The Toxic King, Future with I Never Liked You. I feel like future is someone they don't give very like very they would give wouldn't give a very high rating to. There we go. Um let's go with a 5.7. That's pretty close. 6.0. Okay, yeah. Within 0.3. Yeah, that's kind of like my gauge there. I want to be within like 0. 0.5. 0. 0.3 is like pretty good. So yeah, that's like basically you got it right. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh I don't know. I, I like the project. It's grown on me more than it initially did, but um I think I'd have it right around there. Yeah, I don't think that's that crazy of a score. I think it's definitely kind of like inconsistent. Like some the songs that hit. Oh yeah. Hit. Puffin' on Zooties, Wait for You. I mean, those are some of my favorite songs of the year, 7 12 p.m. Uh and there's just some songs I just have not gone back to since the first listen. So I think that's kind of how a lot of future projects are, but 6.0. I'm okay with that. Yeah, not a bad score. Uh my fourth one here, I have Stanconia by Outcast. Oh, I mean, this is a classic. Like, I don't really know how they rate classic albums. You know, like, I also don't know when Pitchfork was started. Like, I mean, this album's early 2000s. Were they around early 2000s? No, it's when I they doubt. had to, yeah, they revisited. Yeah, so I think they're going to be pretty high on it, obviously, especially because, you know, they, you see how well it's lived. Like, it has yeah, so much longevity. Um, I feel like it has to be in the nines but I could also see them being like, oh, it's an eight point, you know, two. I'm going to guess it's a 9.4. It's a 9.5. You are absolutely killing it today. Man. Okay. I mean, that's deserving. Like, I would say it deserves more even, but yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, they don't, they're not known for doing very many tens. So 9.5 is a, a very good score there. Facts. I, I don't know what they scored any other Outcast project. So, I'd be curious to see, you know, out there. Yeah, that, there that was or, one. I wanted to grab like an old one and what better one than that? Yes, sir. You know, I'll go back to an older project here. Not that old, but, you know, a couple of years old, six years old to be exact. It just celebrated its anniversary yesterday. Blonde by Frank Ocean. Uh, I don't know how they initially would have received it. Cause I mean, that's like, you know, what most of these projects are on release. Um, let's go 8.4. It's 9.0. Oh, I was close, close enough, but yeah, that I, 
it's really rare to find a project in the nines is why I kind of like, steer away from those, but I'm definitely deserving. So yeah, I'll say you're talking about a very rare project right there. That's yeah. one of the best of our generation, if not the best. So honestly, I'd put it higher, but I'm okay with the nine because they're pretty harsh sometimes. So, okay. You're pretty close though. Yeah. Not too far off. I mean, I feel like already, uh, what are we almost five through like the combined amount, like what we missed by the first time is probably doubled than what we're, what we're at now. So um, for my fifth one here, I have melt my eyes to your future by Denzel Curry. Mm. I mean, I feel like it has to be a pretty well received album. Uh, I'm going to say it's probably in the sevens though. Still like a 7.6, maybe 7.3, which was honestly a little, I was surprised it was that low. Honestly, I figured it'd be eights. Um, I mean, just the critical reception this album receives, which I mean, is well-deserved of course. So hundred percent. I feel like, especially coming off of taboo, the critics were ready for this project. He was one of the most critically received artists back in 2018 everybody's like oh he's most underground you know he's ready he's about to blow which is kind of true um so yeah i just didn't think it was gonna be in the eights yeah i'd put in the eights personally but saying but i just didn't think they would all right let's move on to another one here steve lacy with gemini rights obviously it's blowing up right now yeah but how do the critics feel about it I feel like this is one of like the random low ones, lower ones. Um, I'm going to, I'm not going to go too low though. I'll stay in the sixes. Let's go 6.7. It's a 7.1. Okay. Yeah. Not too bad there. I, I kind of backed off my little bit lower take and I was like, I should go higher sixes. So yeah, it's such a good project. Like that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to say right now, I guess I'll say one more thing. We're going to be talking about December. It has not left the rotation since it's dropped. I know you said you're not like too big into Steve, but this project is crazy. It, it is a good project. You know, I can, although it's not my taste too, too much. It's, it's a good project. Respect. Uh, moving on here. We have, if you're reading this, it's too late by Drake. Ooh. Okay. You know, I think one of Drake's, best projects so i think they would feel the same way i do i don't know if it'll be in the eights uh something about me wants to say like a 7.6 but i'm also feeling like an 8.2 like i don't know why those are the two numbers i'm between right now i'm gonna go with this we'll just meet in the middle go 7.9 it is an 8.4 Oh, okay. Respect. That's a, you know, deserves. That yeah. Honestly. I mean, I, I was kind of curious to see how they'd rank it. Cause you know, I mean, it's something Drake didn't do. I mean, it's just an all rap mixtape. Whereas, you know, beforehand he had nothing was the same and take care with, you know, a little bit different vibe. hundred percent. Like it is fairly different from what you got on those two projects, but I think it's, you know, just as good. It, yeah. No, it probably the best stretch of Drake's career. So definitely deserves that score. Okay, let's go on to another project from this year. And then I got a couple more, you know, older projects for you. But I want to stick with the new ones here a little bit. This is a project we haven't talked about in the podcast yet. So I don't even know if you've heard it. So maybe it's unfair that I'm giving it to you. But I'm sure you've heard some songs from the person. So we'll see what you think. Uh, It's Young Nudie with EA Monster. 
just dropped. Yeah, have not listened to it. Um, I've heard some songs though. Ah, I mean, this is a tough one, obviously, with uh, without knowing. I'm just gonna stay in like uh, it's really random, so it's either gonna be really high or really low, I feel like. Let's go. Let's shoot high here. Let's go seven point nine. Seven point five. It's okay. You know, yeah. one of the highest of all the ones I've gone so far. It's the highest besides Blonde, which is pretty surprising. But I do have to say, this Young Nudie project is crazy. Like, I've listened to it a couple of times, and some of the songs. Impala is probably my favorite song off it right now. You gotta listen to it. It goes hard. It came out like I think last week or two weeks ago. And I think it came out like a random day of the week. And so it wasn't like the Friday new music releases. So I forgot uh-huh. to put it in the notes to even talk about it. But this is a good project. You got to check it yeah, out. Yeah, that'll hard. be one I, one I'll give a listen to. Uh, moving on, though, we have Jesus is King by Kanye West. Mm. This is either going to be a high or a low. I don't think it's going to be somewhere in the middle. But I could see it be in the middle. I don't know. I kind of want to say it's in the, the the sixes probably still. They're like, oh, it's Kanye, so it's probably the sixes. I'll say it's like a 6.1. It is a 7.2. Okay, pretty far off. Yeah, but... yeah that's the furthest you've been off, which, I mean, 1.1, that's not too bad to be off so far, you know, mm-hmm. when we're six projects in, so. Yeah, that's a surprising album. Like, I don't know. I just didn't know how they were going to feel about it yeah so that, i feel like the critical biggest outlier of kanye's career so i don't know yeah i mean to rap fans or you know a lot of these people on twitter it's, it's ass but i mean i don't know they, i feel like they're, they're there to rate the music not just on solely based on rap so i mean no 100 they do a little bit of everything obviously there's different you know writers that are reviewing the projects but they obviously have you know a wide variety of tastes and that's something that i did say when jesus king dropped i said if you took it outside of Kanye's career and you said it was, you know, just an album, you didn't say it was a Kanye album, you'd be like, oh, this is okay. Yeah. Not but bad. since it's Kanye, you expect the best of the best. And you don't expect that style even. So everybody's like, oh, it sucks. But it's in reality, it's just, it's all right. Like it's, I'm not going back to it, but it's all right. Yeah, definitely not a bad project in my eyes. All right, let's move on to the next one here. Sticking with Kanye. I didn't know that they were going to have this on there, but I happened to catch it. Uh, it's Kanye's Danta 2 from the listening party. Oh, fuck. This is a tough I one. I think it's from the listening party. It says V2 2222. So it's either from the listening party or the first stem player version. Um, Let's go like 5.8. Yeah. I mean, that was, that's a decent guess. It's a 4.3. Okay. Yeah. I, I figured that one would be a little bit lower, honestly, but. I didn't want to go too, too low because, like like you said earlier, it is Kanye, so. Yeah, but I think that I said that Jesus King is the biggest outlier Kanye project. This actually might be the biggest outlier Kanye project just because it's like, is it even released? Like, eh? There's an asterisk by this project. No matter who you ask, there has to be an asterisk. Not everybody can listen to it. You have to have the sample where you have to, you know, get the files from the internet. I mean, I'm not ranking into my Kanye projects when we do that. No, I would not either. If I did, it would probably be last by a yeah. decent margin. Um, get an honorable yeah. mention. <laughs> get an honorable mention. Yeah, that's saying something. Unless it comes out. I mean, if it officially yeah. comes out, 
I think it'd probably be a little bit more polished. Like I feel like it might, you know, be a little bit mixing, mastering the verses might be a little bit more complete, a little more, you know, concise, a little bit more sharp. So it could definitely go up. But right now, as it stands at that version, not great. We'll, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll we'll monitor the situation. So uh, moving on though, this one I don't know why I just thought to look this up, honestly, but maybe it's because the uh, the curtain call too, but we have recovery by Eminem. Okay, recovery by Eminem. I don't really know. I'm gonna say it was okay. Um, you kind of gave something away a little bit earlier. You said that you have one low one, and it may you know, not we be have, this one though. I know. I say we haven't yeah, we, got to it yet. So could it be this one or could it be a different one? I'm gonna guess it's this one. I'm gonna say uh, I don't know. I mean, it is not on the level that you know slim shady and marshall mathers lps are but do they still kind of like it that's the question hmm i'm gonna say it's like a 5.8 this is a 2.8 ah see i had a hunch that this was the one but i didn't know how low it was gonna be Uh, yeah i needed one under three so respect yeah, I had a feeling it was going to be this one, so I should have just trusted my gut and gone with it super low, but I didn't know how low super low was going to be, so I just went in the middle. Okay. Future reference, super low for me is going to be under three if I, you know, for part three of this. So Okay, super low for, I'll, I'll remember that. My super low one, I'll tell you, it was down to two at 4.3, so around that four, a little bit under, that's what super low for me is. All right, let's move on to the next one. Yeah, it's a project I know you like. An artist I know you like, Mac Miller, the Divine Feminine. Though I'm gonna say in the sixes here. I feel like I've guessed six point seven a few times before, so let's go six point seven again. Six point seven is like a safe guess. Yeah, it's like two thirds, <laughs> like sixty-seven percent. Uh, it's actually a little bit higher. It's a seven point eight. Oh, that was. I figured they'd definitely be in the sixes with that one. Almost an eight's like, like a great album to them, and yeah, I think he's put out better since. But I think he probably has put out better in their eyes. Like, but seven point eight, I think that's a pretty good score. I think it's a good project, though. I think it, you know, was kind of the shift in Max's career when he started going, you know, a little bit more, you know, into the musically mature, yeah, approach. And yeah, I think a seven point eight is a good score. There are definitely some good that tracks is, on that's that. That's a little surprising though for me. Kind of same. <laughs> uh, for my ninth project here, we have Issa by 21 Savage. Mm. <laughs> so I was watching a TikTok the other day and it was, I don't know if you've seen them, but it's the rap album filter and then they have to rank the albums without seeing them mm-hmm. or seeing what's next. And it was the Neil drop and Issa was like a hard fifth spot for him he just threw it there i was like oh because i think he kind of likes 21 savage a little bit so i was kind of taken aback by that um so that's like what i'm thinking of right now so he's obviously a critic but he's not you know pitchfork huh i'm gonna say that they liked it i'm gonna say they liked it i'm gonna say they gave it a 7.3 it is a 6.5 which that's probably yeah. I feel like that area there, you know, 6.5 to 7.3, that's not too 
too drastic of a jump you know it's like decent so yeah that's that's all right score i mean there's some decent songs on there this is pretty funny because you know for those of you at home we just came up with these 10 and didn't tell each other what they were going to be so there is obviously potential that we have the same one we haven't had that yet so we had a couple extras but we're kind of mirroring the artists. Like you had Jesus. That, King, I have noticed that. And then I like, had Donda too. So it's like, it's crazy enough with that. Cause we don't know the orders either. Like how close they are to each other. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Because I also picked the 21 Savage project, 21 Savage offset and Metro Boomin without warning. I almost chose this. I, I didn't look at the score, but I was like, I was going through his discography and I was like, which one do I want to choose? Um, fuck. Ghost Days Killers has really just been in the rotation recently, kind of randomly there. Um, let's go like a, a safe score here. Let's just say seven even. Seven even. I like the went even, but it's an eight even. Ooh, close. Not close, but that's a pretty surprising great project, though. I mean, what those three did on that is nuts. 100%. It's a great project. So, but I, it's one that I didn't know how they were going to feel about. Yeah, that's how I don't know how they feel about like, like, uh, not gangster rap or, you know, just, I mean, just, you know, harder rap, I guess. Yeah, I feel like it has to do something production wise for them. Like, I feel like the bars are always going to be there. The flows are always going to be there. But if the production, you know, is good, that is what can set, take it up a notch. Or, you know, if the raps are especially good. Uh, and that, but that's like what separates, you know, Issa from without warning i think definitely um on to the last one here we have culture by the migos to kind of play on the offset pick there hmm culture one it was big i mean there was some big hits on this Huge. yeah but how did they feel about it i'm gonna say that they thought it was inconsistent that'd be my guess like i think that they thought the songs that were hard were hard and the songs that weren't were bad so i'm gonna guess that they put it in the sixes like a 6.2 this one was surprising for me how high they had it had an 8.1 wow okay i mean not mad at it but kind of surprised yeah no definitely it is surprising of course um i was watching like the joe budden and the migos video this week just randomly that's kind of what made me choose this one i mean that's a classic video i think we need to do some sort of video about rappers tweets or you know just rap viral videos of all time sometime soon but that would definitely be do i got le- do i look like i got left off bad and bougie do we look like i got bad and bougie what's it <laughs> just wrap it up then i mean that's just all around a classic definitely i love how they're all they all step up <laughs> like they're it's just hilarious good video there it's a great video uh all right so like i said it's been a minute since we have done this so I don't remember if we did this album. I feel like we might have done this album in part one. I didn't look, so I'm not going to do I'm going to skip to one of my extras I had that I know we did not do. And it's Nego. I know Nego, the compilation album from this year. Ooh. Uh, I mean, just basing it off of what they did with um, Metro, you know, how Metro Women produced that complete album, you know, pr- production-wise. Um, let's go eights here. Let's go 8.4. It's a 7.1. Okay. A little high there. Um, yeah. I feel like they do favor production, like you were saying, though. So that's, that was the reasoning there. Yeah. I don't think that's bad reasoning, but yeah, I just don't think it has the same, like, 
it's not as loved as without warning like without warning when it dropped it was a moment oh and i don't think i don't Eagle was that uh the album that i was gonna have you guess was daytona i think we might have done that in episode one though um i know i know i didn't do it if you did it it may have been from that but i don't, I don't know did. you have a guest let's just for fun then let's see what your guess would be for daytona um 7.8 it's 8.3 okay yeah so, you know point five. 5. Yep. yeah so that's fair i just uh yeah i didn't know for some reason i was like i think we might have done that um no idea though did not yeah. look so that's uh, i'll go me. back through yeah we'll go back through and see get a get confirmation on that in the intro i actually have it right week. here i have the five i picked yeah i did not pick it so i could have picked it but whatever you still got your guess in so that was a little extra one for you guys at yeah home. <laughs> there we go but yeah i think that just wraps up the second segment of guessing pitchfork ratings much better this time i feel like you know we kind of did fall off a little bit in the second half there if we just went with the first five that would have been great scores but you know we will just improve and part three on this will be even better 100 percent. we're pretty good the first half was like scary good like yeah. people are gonna think we're cheating we're not cheating i can promise you that if the second half didn't prove it i don't know what will uh but yeah that was fun i just like getting into it because i think i said this in the first time we did the segment but i just kind of like talking about random albums for just you know just quick little thoughts yeah definitely i mean it kind of gives you guys a view into like what we thought at the what we think of you know albums from the past obviously we don't go back into albums too much but um yeah uh very enjoyable doing this i love guessing games as well so 100 percent. let us know in the comments in the dms any albums you would want us to guess what pitchfork scored them or any albums you want to talk about like this, you know, just quick little talks. Um, we'd love to do it. So let us know. But I think it's time to get in the news for the week. Let's start off with the releases. We got albums from Internet Money, Wabia Namir, Larry June, and Azizi Gibson. So yeah, not like super heavy week, but we got some heavy singles here, though. We got Offset, produced by Baby Keem, Lucky, with the Lyrical Lemonade video that hit. G Herbo, Key Glock, Nicki Minaj, Danny Brown, and more. What have you given a listen? What have you thought? Um, the Nicki Minaj single, you know, I gotta get ready for uh for Barb's in New York next month. So um, and then also the internet money, the little tech track I listened to, and then the offset track as well. Um, I liked them all. I have to say the offset one was my favorite so far. The offset one hit. I love seeing Baby Keem get his production flowers. You know, obviously he's blowing up as an artist, but I mean, he's been in the production game for a minute. So good to see him kind of get that, you know, bigger placement. Obviously he's got Kendrick, you know, Black Panther, all that kind of stuff. But with a, you know, kind of more random artists like Offset, cool to see. Definitely. Um, what, what was your favorite? Would you say that was your favorite? Uh, I think the my favorite one would be the Lucky track. I just have been on a big Lucky kick all year. Um i don't know this song yeah, goes have... pretty hard though yeah i mean i feel like you know with these artists it's like really interesting when you just get like a kick of them like mac miller is like one that has just been all year type of kick for me i don't know why just been revisiting obviously nothing new so um <clears throat> great to see though yeah i mean that's what how i've been with the lucky i was going back to the project with filthy from last year <laughs> then i just kind of was on a kick i saw i was watching his uh stream of rolling loud i was loving it and i've i mean i've been listening to lucky for a minute like 
I was thinking about this today, actually. I was listening to Lucky in like high school, like when he had a song with Chance. Mm-hmm. And so hey, it's just, and then I didn't really listen to it for like years. Like he hasn't been in the rotation like the whole time, but I listened to like that song with Chance. And then like, you know, every now and then I'll catch a couple, but I'm like, listen to a lot of Lucky recently. So hey, shout, shout out, out Lucky. Lucky. Shout out to Shytown. Second yeah. Avenue stamp there, you know? Always. But yeah, solid week. The singles are pretty good. Obviously, we got that Kenny Mason pretty fire yeah i'll definitely have to give that one a listen it's just a quick three songs <laughs> halloween the first song i would say is the standout but it's a solid little project for sure definitely i'll i'll have to give that one a listen and let you know I'll, we'll text about that one there um moving on we have a direct quote from kid cuddy it's gonna take a motherfucking miracle for me and that man to be friends again speaking on kanye west obviously what are your thoughts on this I mean, you just hate to see the situation all around. Like, we also got that quote from Kanye when he was on Fox News talking about all the gap, all the other stuff. He said, I've lost my best friend. I've lost my family and I'm still here creating. And that was just like a heartbreaking quote. Assuming he's talking about Kid Cudi when he's talking about best friend. I think he was uh, talking about Virgil. Oh, yeah. Okay. That makes sense I, I, too. Yeah, I think it was meant for Virgil. That makes more sense. I guess it can be interpreted multiple ways. Yeah, no, I could see. I thought Kid Cudi immediately, but I think it was just because Kid Cudi was like top of mind. Yeah, it's all fresh there. Okay, that makes sense. R.I.P. Virgil. I uh, I am <laughs> gonna say I, I do have a. I, I'm stopping by. Um, we're gonna champagne all week this week, and um, this Kid Cudi vinyl, like if you're watching on YouTube, right above me, makes me sick. So, um, I'm gonna give it away. Actually, well. We'll just do a random giveaway or something, but uh, it's not gonna be anything as big. But I, I no longer want it in my collection, so I'm picking up a new vinyl this week, replacing that spot, and then we'll move from there. Okay, that's you heard it here first. Yeah, I, I had to remove him all from my uh, Apple Music, and then obviously he's getting removed from the wall as well. That's a pretty uh pretty big step. Do you have any ideas on what you're gonna replace it with? So I, I followed this vinyl shop in Champagne, and they did have the Roadrunner vinyl from Brockhampton. That'd mm. be a good one. So, I mean, if it's still there, I may have to scoop that up, or we'll see what they have as well. What's the uh, record store in Champagne that you're uh, going it's, to? It's like the ICUCD in vinyl. Yeah, CUCD the one, vinyl. Yeah. Shots at the boy Chalky Long. Definitely. Former CUCD and vinyl employee. Yeah, I'm going to have to chop it up with him. Let him know. See if I can grab a discount or something for that. Yeah, yeah. Chop it up with my man, Jesse. <laughs> anyway that's funny i was thinking about him the other day because uh you know like i just quickly mentioned my boy chalk used to work at that vinyl shop when we were in like high school like maybe the summer after like 2016 and so we go there a decent amount that was the last time i went there like 2016 i was like man i wonder how the guys do it i wonder how the vinyl shop's doing they moved locations like the summer after that or the fall after and I just never saw the do one. So hopefully they're doing good. Hopefully it's I'll, I'll let them know. I'll let them know. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I when we were looking at the giveaway, uh for our giveaway we did. Um, I stopped by trying to find that good kid Mad City vinyl. I stopped at FYE in the mall in Bloomington. They have because of the internet, and I've never been so tempted to buy a vinyl. They always have like uh House of Balloons as well. I don't know if that was there. That's like one that I always get tempted at for uh fye they did not have that i that i mean one of my favorites as well but because the internet they were taxing like what like 40 bucks 45 i think yeah yeah that's like 
that's crazy that it'd be that much i'd expect it you know maybe low 30s but like certain artists like the weekend vinyls are just fucking insanely expensive as well that's why i always is stupid how much is the highlight just like 50 bucks or something yeah like that may be 60s um like uh, i was looking at beauty behind the the madness the other day and then fucking it was like 40 bucks i was like i I couldn't do it for that no yeah that's kind of crazy and my thing with the because internet one is i know that there's like original versions and then they repressed it Mm -hmm. and i don't know if the new ones have the screenplay in it and that's just like a detail to me like if it doesn't have the screenplay like how can you charge 45 dollars yeah I, I mean with that like extra detail like even like a project like don the two or the original donda i'm okay with that being 60 bucks because first off it's kanye and second off there's fucking loads of tracks in there like that had to take a lot of work to you know do all that but and yeah, it's more it's, actual lps yeah it's like one or two yeah for like one even like a 15 track album i can't justify paying more than 40 bucks yeah, it had to be a special one. Um, and if, if that one FYE was the one with the screenplay, I think I could drop 45 on it. I'd feel like, I'd be like, okay. Because that's like the best it can get for me. Like that's the yeah. one I would have to have. Like, there's only a couple that I would pay that much money for. I don't even have a record player. So it'd be just to look at. But that is one that I want in my possession. Like I just want to have it to eventually, you know, put it up on the wall or something. So maybe I'll have to make the cop, but it was just so beautiful. Like, I don't think I've seen it in person before. And so just picking it up and like, it's got the holographic cover. I was like, oh man, this is, this is special. It's tough. Yeah. It's hard to not buy them though. Sometimes it was tough, but I was on a mission that day to find good kid, bad city. And I was focused to find that album. We did not find that album. We eventually got one. So shout out to you for picking that up. But yeah, I think if I had not been on the mission, I might have been walking home with the uh, because of the internet. Yeah, there you go. Maybe just stroll through the mall sometime, the Eastland Mall in uh, Bloomington. So not much going on there. <laughs> no, definitely not. No. All right, let's move on to the next news though. Here, Supreme teases a new campaign with Andre Three Thousand. They got a new video on their Instagram with Andre Three Thousand. He's wearing a Supreme tee. There's a picture. There's, you know, a rumor that he's going to be the next Supreme T-shirt, like the Nas Supreme yeah, T. That's what I was going to bring up. If they do like a Nas one, I, that may be a must cop for me. I love the Nas one. It's just so expensive now that I, I can't justify paying that. So, I mean, maybe like off drop or, you know, right when they start reselling them, they'll start out a little bit lower. 100%. Three stacks is my guy. If I can get that for, you know, a decent price, especially if I get it on release, like you said, I think I'd have to have that. Oh, never yeah. on release, owned anything like, like no from question. Supreme. Uh, I'm also just like so naive to how hard it is to get things sometimes because I feel like I get lucky, especially with like concert tickets. Like I'm hustling to get tickets like when they drop on a big resale and I get them like almost every time. Like I haven't had to pay resale many times just because I know when they're dropping and I know I'm going to be ready. Like I had the opportunity to get Steve Lacey tickets and I was like, ah, uh, no. And now they're reselling for like six times what they were because he's doing all these small venues. I don't know if he's anything about that. Yeah. But the same thing happened. I wanted a pair of Jordan 1 Lowe's. Shadow Toe was on there on the drop day. Didn't get him. And I was like, oh, man. Like, I thought yeah, it would be easy. So that's how I feel about the Supreme. Like, I've never tried to get anything from Supreme. So I don't really understand, like, how hard it is. But I know, especially with Andre, it's going to be next to impossible. 
Yeah, I don't even try anymore, honestly, on that shit. So I think I'd have to just for to say I did in case I win and get it. It's just the disappointment, like what pisses me off. Like I just get so because you know, sneakerhead here, I fucking just get so pissed at fucking reselling shit like that. Like it's just not worth it to me anymore. Yeah, you hate to see it, but getting too old for it. Part you gotta do, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Moving on though. We talked about a little bit earlier, Blonde celebrating its six-year anniversary yesterday, recording on, this on Sunday, August 21st. Its anniversary was on August 20th. Happy anniversary to Blonde. One of the best projects of the 2010s, for sure. Yeah. I mean, before the podcast, even, I'd be just making notes in my phone of, like, ranking albums and stuff like that. And I, of course, have my favorite albums of the 2010s. It's blonde. That is my favorite album, the 2010s. Ooh. That's high I, that's, I did not know that. Yeah. That that's is high praise. praise because I love a lot of albums, but blonde was the one, like, I don't know. There's just something special about blonde. Like it might not even be the one I listen to the most, but it, when I do listen to it, it's just special for us, especially like favorite album of the 2010s. You're like walking into a favorite album of all time territory. So I know just because, I mean, that's like peak listening the, well, the most we've been listening. Yeah. So that's obviously high praise, but deserving. Maybe one day we'll have to go into our top albums as Wayne Tens. Hey, that, that wouldn't be a bad video. So I already have my list made, but I have, I'm looking at it right now. It was made on, no, it was last edited on January 23rd, 2020. So I kind of would already change with some of them though. Like, in my top 10, yeah, there's like at least at least three that I would not have in my top 10 anymore. We'll have to see. Uh, that's a good video idea there. Maybe maybe a tease. So Just let us know. Let us know if that sounds good. Maybe you'll see it next week. I don't know. Um, moving on, though, we have NBA Youngboy's album, The Last Slametto, debuts at number two, selling 108,000 with 400, and then pretty much Bad Bunny's rounding up to 109,000 there. Not gonna try and get get into all those eights, but uh, very very close, four hundred units away. The young boy fans let him down. I mean, I would hard disagree with that statement. They did not let him down. One hundred and eight thousand for young boy is stupid. Nobody is doing that much. <laughs> young boy, he does high. crazy numbers though. I know, but like first week sales, when you're looking at what all the other artists have done, a hundred thousand is crazy in twenty twenty two. They let him down. I'll stand by that. I'll stand on that. Yeah, they should have grinded a little bit harder if yeah, each one of them would have listed like three more times. Yeah, it's because all his videos, are, it's all the all his uh, views are on YouTube, so. Tough, yeah, he's not getting physical sales. If he was getting physical sales, I think he'd be getting like 400,000. Yeah, no, he, he is stupid he, huge. He'd be doing Drake numbers. <laughs> no, literally. All right, the next news here. This is a rapper that I really don't know that well. His name is Autumn, but he's been in the news a lot this week. First, I saw a video of him talking about how he was canceling a show because he only sold 85 tickets. What are your thoughts on that? Apparently, he sold way, way more, like hundreds or thousands the last time he was in that town. I forget. I think maybe it was Atlanta. I don't know. It was Atlanta, I believe. Um, And so he's like, I don't know if y'all got school or what, but I'm not doing this. And that was kind of crazy. Obviously, there's a lot of variables that go into concerts. Day of the week, location. So, I mean, if it was a weekday, I don't know. Maybe it makes sense that they're significantly lower. And the last time was on a Saturday night or Friday night in the summer. 
or he was with another artist. A lot of variables here that, you know, I'm honestly unsure of, but it was pretty crazy. Just seeing him be like, yeah, I sold 85 tickets. And I don't know, just saying that is kind of crazy. At least he didn't go and perform. I mean, I think it's sad when you got like artists like Smoke per- performing in fucking front of like eight people. Yeah, that was uh, random. That was in like Iowa though. Like I said, it's all about like the variables. Yeah, like, location Iowa, definitely matters. And it was the middle of the weekday. So yeah, who's really dropping a lot of money? How much tickets were to see uh, Smoke Perp in Iowa? I don't know. So yeah, this was pretty wild. But then I was kind of thinking, the next thing I saw about him was he has a private dropping on the 26th. Is this all just some sort of ploy to get buzz before the album drops? Not a bad plan. I had yeah. never seen his name before until this video. And now the album's dropping this week. That's... That's a good point there. We'll update the situation after we listen to the album, you know, just see if it's justified to create this fake buzz, if it is fake buzz. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't really know how big he is. I mean, he obviously can't be, like, huge, but, I mean, if he has had tours and stuff, he has to be decently, you know, have a little bit of a following. But 85 tickets is crazy. Like, I, nuts. I just don't understand, like, like that's just not that many. Like, you don't got I think I could go put on and, a lot. Yeah, I think I could go put on a live performance and sell 85 tickets. Oh yeah, we getting triple digits and hopes and no question. Definitely. We got that VC fan love, but uh stay tuned. Stay tuned, maybe one day. All right, let's move on to another live event though. We got Vince Staples. He's having an Amazon music live stream called A Walkthrough Ramona Park. It's on Monday night. And then he followed it up by saying, Am we not touring? So you know, this might be the last performance we're gonna see from Vince Staples for a minute. It's disappointing. That's one on the list that I wanted him to go on tour, obviously, for Ramona Park. Obviously, he did go do go on tour with Tyler, um, opening up for him a little bit. So but disappointing he's not doing more. I'll have to tune in. I don't I try not to tune into live streams of concerts, but I like the Amazon music ones a lot though. They've been doing a really good job. They did the uh Kanye listening parties, they did Call Me If You Get Lost with Tyler. Oh, so Vince was on that as well. I uh, forgot about that. But um, yeah, they do a good job with the production. So I think this is going to be like a step up mm-hmm. from a regular concert. Like it's not going to be just him just like performing. There used to be some good stage set up, you know, whatever. But I think it's going to be a good one. Vince, I think he's one of the best people I've seen live. I've seen him twice. He's good. So next time he goes on tour, I think second half, got to pop out. No, yeah. He's definitely on the list to see. So, but it is kind of crazy. I think it could also mean maybe the Vince Staples show on Netflix going to be coming sooner. Maybe you got a little bit something to do on that. I mean, that was teased last year. So I think if it doesn't drop by the end of this year, it's probably never going to come. Like, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll I feel like he's always happens. working on music though. He puts the music yeah. out like once a year. Like a yeah, project. No, he's, he's very consistent. So maybe he's working on new music before he goes on tour again. We'll see. Definitely. We'll have to monitor the situation, of course, and see what happens. We said, we said about a lot of situations. Yeah. yeah. We're monitoring we a lot of situations. <laughs> we got monitors all over. Uh, moving on to our last bit of news here. Playboy Cardi, the vamp, added to the Rolling Loud New York lineup. What are your thoughts on this? I bet I like Cardi a lot. So that's pretty cool. I think more importantly, what are your thoughts? I mean, you're the one that's going to be there. It's going to all depend on set times, but I've been there twice while he's performed. So I'm not, I'm not going to skip anybody over him. So we'll see what happens. Respect. I think, you know, Cardi puts on a show though, and that's, you know, if you don't have a better option, somebody you really like, you can't yeah, go no, wrong. Yeah, crowd's going to go crazy. I, I will say that from experience, so. Definitely. And I, I mean, I haven't seen Cardi live, 
but even we went to see baby keem and his dj was playing songs before and they put on like stop breathing i think and then one other song the place was going crazy yeah no it, it's different it's not it's not quite travis level i feel like travis is a step ahead of everybody but cardi was crazy one of the shows that i would just have loved to have been at would have been Lollapalooza when it was playboy cardi with miley cyrus after him that had to have been just like nuts just the craziest concert just because obviously cardi's going crazy i think it was like one of the first shows he did for a whole lot of red but then you add in all the miley cyrus fans just in the crowd oh my god it had to have been just like unbelievable i saw videos where people bleeding injuries people passing out but i i think that's something you just can't really like understand how crazy it was unless you were there yeah like unless you were that 16 year old girl listening to miley cyrus your entire life waiting in the second row and then you hear stop breathing you're we got filthy and then just like just the, <laughs> the bass comes in I don't think you can understand how it was. No, that they did not plan that out well, honestly. No, that was, you know, pretty crazy. But I would have loved to have been there. Just catch me. I don't know. They don't know which day he's performing yet. But catch me in New York. I'm having the vamp makeup on. Uh, fucking trench coat. I'll be there. Yes, sir. Some Doc Martens. I think you got to get like just. You got to go Vamped full out. side. You got to. Yeah, you got to commit. But I think that about wraps it up for today. Um, anything else you want to get in there? Nah, pretty good episode. So yeah, we'll be back Stay next tuned week for with part three. Stay tuned for part three. Probably be a little bit. Yeah, no, this is a huge gap between part one and two. Probably a little bit smaller gap. Yeah, potentially. We'll see what's up. Different guessing games, I would say, come between now and then. So we'll see what's up. But yeah, we'll be back next week. And then, hey, stay tuned on the Instagram for that Kick Cuddy Vinyl giveaway. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit smaller, not as much. So maybe just feel like a story post and us going live. So we'll see what happens. That's what I was thinking. All right. We'll talk about it, but stay tuned on the Instagram. All right. Peace. Have a good week, guys. Peace.